0: My name's Hanley. I'm the host of On The Line With, a podcast based out of Ottawa. We speak about the arts, mental health, drug addiction, social causes and issues, and we're not here commending them or glorifying them. We're here speaking about it getting down to the facts, getting down to the causes and effects, where it leads people, how it hurts people, how it hurts you. We're here to talk about how people deal with their mental health, self-care, self-love. The show's about helping and inspiring. Nothing more than that. My goal is to help and inspire, and when I say that I mean help and inspire by helping someone maybe go and get the help they need for their addiction, or inspire someone to pick up a microphone or pen or brush and create an art. That's what we're here for. So again, my name's Hanley, and you'll be on the line with me. And we're back. Welcome to On The Line With Episode 5. Today I'm on the line with closed caption local hip-hop artist out of Ottawa. Slash Elmer. 613 I'm gonna let him introduce himself, so... Here you go. What's up, my name's Closed Caption. Uh,
1: Yeah, I'm a hip hop artist from Ottawa, 819 slash 613, Getzino, Quebec. Yeah, I make dope tracks, I got dope flows, I make dope rhymes, and I got dope bros, like this man right here sitting beside me. That's the vibe, you know the vibe.
0: That's what's up, that's what's up. All right, let's start. So. You've been making music now for how long?
1: Four or five years now, I'd say, like, actually making real music. And all the years before that, like, just writing and, like, not recording anything. But, like, writing tracks, writing poetry, whatever you want to call them, lyrics. Okay, and uh,
0: you released Back at the Moon and Illusions mm-hmm. uh, when? 2020? I think it was this year. It was this year? Yeah, it was this year.
2: Lately I've been searching for a different way to do this I've been digging deep inside me, but these efforts seeming fruitless It's been a while now since I felt anything but lost and clueless What if music doesn't cut it and no longer gets me through it? I'm the first to check myself if I'm the one It's getting foolish, things have changed now And it's my mind that has started playing Judas These are lies upon lies, you just love keeping me clueless Am I not convincing myself that I'm done with being stupid? My grasp on reality seems to be loosening I'm stuck in the past, what my past Few losers focus in and I must focus in and I of the pride i lost in myself and I'm lost in my conscience. I said all the letters with no response, nothing to do, there's no more options. You cover my neck with something to prove, you'll find out we're quick got nothing to lose. Sort to the pain and pain on my dues. Hop on the train and live in my shoes. Follow the path you find me abuse, my follow the trauma and type the news. Leave it behind and call the truth. I'm the way I lies, just the truth. I picked it apart and I dug for the roots. I packed it all up and I shot for the moon. I prayed that I won't come back down soon like an added clutch and silver spoon. He's so in tune with the signs of his own doom. Do us both a favor now and don't ever approach me. To so I'm just so done with pretending Fake past is a trend in Real life is them is offending This is a message, I'm sending The time for fake shit is ending Your words are clearly pretending And I just won't be investing In all your blessings, our blessings, our blessings So done with pretending Fake past imposter's a trend in Real life is them is offending. This is a message, I'm sending The time for fake shit is ending Your words are clearly pretending And I just won't be investing In all your blessings, our blessings, our blessings Funny to me that you talk about all that real shit In your music I guess talking about your new up and dope is super therapeutic But what do we do when all of these kids are riddled with confusion You sold them a lie and then they all die Your illusions, they're abusing You sold out, you sell out with no shame And no doubt, you clout chase, you praise fame You make it, that's fair game You smile big with no pain Your ego is inflamed. flames copies, our copies, our copies You're all the same Trust, I'm the first to check myself If I'm the one, it's getting foolish Things have changed now And it's my mind that started starting playing Judas, these are upon lies. You just love keeping me clueless. Am I not convincing myself that I'm done with being stupid? My grasp on reality seems to be loosening. I'm stuck in the past. While well, my past few loses focusing and I must focus into the heart of the problem. I'm lost in myself and I'm lost in my conscience. I sent all the letters with no sponsor, nothing to do, there's no more options. Yeah, my eyes are dry to fortify the walls of a much too high. Breaking down or redefine the page written, read the lines, I leave behind a peace of mind. Be kind, read mine, realign, redefine, total line, out shine, gold mine inside it's mine. Aside, this is our time now. Come on, all let's get outside. Raining critics, then care less about artistics, then picking apart analytics. And who's preaching the biggest gimmick? Let hip-hop be my witness. I'll stick with written linguistics and win the human Olympics. For staying grounded, simplistic. I'm just so done with pretending. Fake live a trend trending. Real life Amazon Offending. This is a message, I'm sending the time for fake shit is ending Your words are clearly pretending And I just won't be investing in all your blessings, all blessings I'm, I'm blessings. so done with pretending Fake loud impostors are trending Real life the heaven is offending. This is a message, I'm sending the time for fake shit is ending Your words are clearly pretending And I just won't be investing in
0: okay so
1: past few months i think mm. um i don't know man time flies with the covid stuff it's crazy it's very true um but yeah no i had like a, a th- like three month period where i was just going hard recording so i recorded back at the moons illusions and headlines and another one that i don't think i'm ever going to release um but yeah i wrote those three in like two months and then released all of them yeah, and how's the response uh good response man people are people are cool uh they say really nice stuff they support um but i mean like
0: i haven't not, heard headlines have n- i
1: no you've not heard headlines because hmm. headlines was released but it hasn't been officially released on youtube
0: i think we should make it an exclusive. and i
1: think we should make it in, that's exactly what i was thinking we should make it an exclusive
0: all right so everybody we got an exclusive track i'm gonna post it on our youtube as well yep but we got an exclusive track from Closed Caption, it looks like, named Headlines. So shit's about to get fucking dope. Yeah. All right. Excuse my language. I try not to swear much on the podcast, but today's a different day. It happens. But um, back to the music. Mm-hmm. Uh, what was the concept behind Back at the Moon? Because I know like, it was like kind of like howling back at the moon, right? That yeah. Was it. Yeah.
1: It was um, it a super emotional song to record. By far the most emotional song I've ever recorded. Um, I mean like within the first 10 seconds, 15 seconds, you hear me bawling my eyes out on the mic. It was 100% real. I didn't fucking pause. And try to cry for the track. I was losing my shit. I finished recording the second verse. And it was uh, like it's all my songs are written to be very personal. Like they're all very personal. And I always have a very specific thing in mind. Yeah, you make yourself vulnerable on every track. I do. But I also try to say it in a way that's kind of vague. So as many people as possible can relate to the feeling. And not just like the specific thing I'm going
2: through.
0: Right.
1: Because there's not going to be a lot of people that are going to know exactly what i'm going through Mm -hmm. but the feeling is like the common denominator between like all of us
0: well that's why you're on the show so people can know how you're feeling what you're going through yes sir you got to be vulnerable on my podcast that's how we do it i'm glad to be here man i know and i appreciate you coming on and um so back at the moon Mm -hmm. that was a good concept how about Illusions? What's up with Illusions? Because uh, that, tra- that track was really dope. That's the first track that I heard yep. when you first came and introduced yourself to me on mm-hmm. Instagram. Shout out to him for coming up and giving me some praise about the podcast before we even launched, I think. I think it was right before we launched. Yeah, it was right before the first episode. Because I had our mutual friend, Norman McAvoy. Shout out, Norm. You're a legend. We love you. You're a beaut, buddy. You're a beaut. Yeah. and he basically introduced us, I guess. Yeah. And then uh yeah. So shout out Norm.
1: I was playing COD with him and he's like, Yo, you should really hit up my boy. He's doing something great. He's doing all this with mental health and like music and arts and stuff. And I was like, Yep, right away. That's my that's my
0: shit. So Well, thank you. Shout out to Norm again and his IG is Norman Clickbates. Go check him out. His voiceovers are fucking Incredible. hilarious. Incredible. Incredible. And yeah, he really knows what he's doing. It but does. back, to, back mm-hmm. to you. So Illusions, what was up with Illusions? You um, didn't get that.
1: I think <laughs> it's like um, I've, most of the songs recently that I've been doing, except for Back at the Moon, like Illusions and Headlines are both kind of touching on the same subjects of like what, what the industry is doing, what hip-hop is doing right now, mm-hmm. the messages that are being sent, the people that are getting screwed up because of the messages that are being sent. Um, wrong and, connections, yeah. And so, if someone
0: listens to it the first bar, they're yeah, gonna know it's tough, yeah, about. exactly. Um, I'm excited to hear headlines, I hope everybody yeah. else is too, because I haven't heard it honest. Did I, I, did I think I, it's my best work,
1: arguably. I say that every new song, every new song I put out, I'm like, this is the best
0: thing. I've well, ever that's done. that's what most artists happen to do, they yeah, feel like I, they got better after each track, that's the thing, man. but
1: then I sit on it for a few weeks. And then I'm like, I suck at all of this.
0: That's because you listen to it too much, and then you found too many problems. Maybe,
1: yeah, it could be. I think I just—it's
0: like, all—it's all—it's all in your head, man. It's your subconscious. Oh yeah,
1: I'm super critical.
0: I find all—it's like I everybody's have to their myself. own worst critic. Yeah, hundred percent. Trust me,
1: hundred percent. And I feel like um, I. Ugh. You notice as an artist all the little minor details that mm-hmm. a regular listener would never know that you messed up. Nope. Because you're holding yourself to your standards and what you think you could have done.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Which yeah, I guess which is why now I don't hold on to tracks for too long. I just set them up to be released or else I won't release them. So.
0: And you just you you release them by by your own yep. doing, right? You don't have uh, any Buddy, promoting or pushing no, like no, no company no, no. or anything. I mean,
1: I I run my stuff through like Distro kit to send to all of the all of the you know put out the tracks just like everybody else does. But no, I I do everything pretty much
0: well, myself. Maybe when we finally finish setting up our uh, distribution yep. uh, company, I mean we'll oh, we'll yeah. distribute your music for free. Good I mean, shit. The podcast is under Two P Media yeah, and then we're gonna have the music section where we're distributing local artists music for free Mm -hmm. then if it works out we'll talk that's the thing i do this because i want to help people not because i'm getting paid but yeah when covid stops like i said i've never heard headlines so that's Mm -hmm. about
1: the same thing basically yeah it's like it's basically my frustrations that i have I mean, with the industry, with hip hop, with what's going on, with what we're doing to the kids, to the youth that are listening to the songs, what we're doing to to music, man.
0: It seems like we've like completely lost. What are you What are you upset about in the music industry? Because it sounds like you have like it's it sounds personal, but it, obviously it's not because it can't re- well. I guess it could be personal. You it's, could have your opinion on the music industry. And- I
1: think it's it like it's just a whole system. It's a system of. One, the the art like the record labels and the companies that own shit are obviously on the hunt for a certain image, a certain style, a certain lyrical substance. And right now, it seems like the majority of those the ones that do get there end up dying. Yeah, of course. And then you have like you have stories like with different artists that pass away from from drug use and then you hear that like you hear rumblings about the, the labels that we're supplying them the drugs and we're supplying this and that and it's just like I don't know man it seems like the whole system in hip hop it's not about the music anymore like it, it's I feel like it hasn't been about the music for a while now.
0: It's all the image. Yeah, it's all it's all the image. You won't see me on the front of Double XL. Double <laughs> XL's freshman, you know, like yeah, yeah. even if I started putting up bars again and making records that were hitting radio and enough yeah. buzz, I still wouldn't make freshman no. because I don't dress like any of them. I don't well my music kind of sounds like there is except less melodic, more it's the bars. image. It's,
1: it's the image, what they can sell and how much how many double xl how many double xl performances have been more about the style than the substance in the past like what maybe four or five years a significant chunk not to not to talk shit about anybody about anybody but it's like when you're going up there and the thing that i remember after you're done is what you were wearing and how much your watch was worth and how many like uh, you know how many bottles of syrup you downed right before the performance where I can barely understand you? Like, yep. is that the message we're sending? Is that the message that we're sending to everybody right now? To all, like, hip-hop don't is Don't worry the about everybody because th- the since, adults
0: and stuff can make their of, opinions of course, of and choices. Course. But the kids are listening. It's, it's what I'm concerned about it, now. It's not
1: even, like, my problem isn't with drug use. My problem is not with drug use. My problem has never been with drug use. It's my problem is with how we talk about it. Hip-hop back in the day, hip-hop back in the day, like, when gangster rap was coming
0: out, right? listen to Snoop Dogg back in the day. That was the type of weed music and shit we listened to. Now you listen to somebody, everybody's talking about Xanax bars or opiates. The
1: thing is that back then they were talking about the life and the experience that they were going through. Mm -hmm. They were growing up in this... Their family was involved in this. Their brothers, anybody, their sisters, right? We're all involved in this life, and they, they, they were talking about the life and the cards that they were dealt. They were never glorifying it, right? Just, just Back like in the day, here. it was exactly. It's like this. This is this is. It's not glorifying. We're not like glorifying mental health or any of these things, right? We're
0: just we're trying like to drug get use. the personal story out of the yeah. person behind the artist, not the artist. Exactly. We talk about the music, but. I'm more here focused talking to Carl. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. closed captions, first name. I'm not going to say his last name because you guys don't need it.
1: It's uh, Burgundy.
0: Carl Burgundy. Yes. Yes. That's a very, very nice name. Thank you. My parents must, gave it to me. It looks must look great on resumes. They must look at it and say Burgundy. It's,
1: yeah. I write it on my resume in a burgundy colored pen it's just awesome. to, you know. It's very clever. Yeah. Sometimes you got it. You got it. You know. <laughs> You have any projects in the works, like an EP or? Um, I think that like I want to wait, like for an album. I want to wait for my first album. I want to be where I think that my first, like I want my skill level to attain what I think it should be for somebody that puts out a first album. All right. Because I feel like the first album, it's it's you setting the tone for your career. It's you setting the tone for who you are and your introduction. Because people can listen to songs here and there, right? Yeah. But like an album's an album. Uh, I don't know when an album's going to come out. I don't know when a mixtape's going to come out. Right now, I'm pretty much focused on just writing songs and putting out songs. Yeah. And just focusing on making each individual piece of music as good as it can be on its own. And then once I feel like I've arrived at the point that the album... I feel like I'll know when it's the time.
0: Good stuff, good stuff. And you also play guitar too, right? Because you sent me a couple snippets on beats that I sent you yep. to check out. And you shredded the guitar and... <laughs> Made that beat go from a 7 to a 9, man.
1: Thanks, man. I appreciate it. Uh, Yeah, I've played guitar for a long time. Uh, Probably since I was like, I don't know, maybe 13, 14.
0: Are you as good on the acoustic as you are on the electric? Yes. Yeah, you you definitely are great at guitar. You said how Thanks, long
1: you've been playing? Since I was like 13, 14, I think. But uh, I stopped for you, like a
0: long time. Did you uh, self-teach? Or? I took very
1: basic like classical guitar lessons, like nylon string classical guitar lessons, and then I self-taught myself from there. I yeah. It's pretty much just been me jamming with a guitar since that age. I learned the basics, and then I just kind of flew on my own. Which is, it's the same thing I like to do with anything creative. I like getting, like, information on the basics on how to, like, get yourself started, and then I just want it to, like, I just want to, like, fly on my own, you know? Yeah. Which often takes me longer to, like, learn stuff, because I'm a perfectionist, and I try to do everything alone, which just, it's not very healthy.
0: And, uh, did you,
1: uh... Add guitar. Yeah. Yeah. I've done it on only one track, and it was If I Go to Sleep, was the name of the song. Um, That's on your YouTube? Yeah. It's on my YouTube. It's on my. It's pretty much on everything, I think. And. Maybe not. Maybe it's not on my YouTube.
0: Who knows? I'll have to check because yeah. I want to hear that guitar. goddamn. It might be. I think it is. And uh, so so you only started several years ago. It seems like you started making music a little later than everybody else. Mm-hmm. Like you're my age, so I would have figured you'd be in the scene while I was making music and just yep. didn't know you as you were in Elmer. But you just started fairly recently we yep. could say Absolutely. why is that what took you so long to get into the music scene in Ottawa
1: I was always in the music scene in my head like I remember like being a kid and having like my dream was like to play like a sold-out show right in front of a bunch of people so I always had it and I always like wrote music and I always did that but I was raised um in an environment where like there's certain things that were encouraged very heavily and others that were discouraged or disfavored or like not the right thing to do. So I think for a long time music was on the back burner for me um, as something that I wanted to do but something that wouldn't be seen Um, Like I guess you could look at it like is any family or any parents like super stoked to hear that like their their kids dream is like to be a musician like parents know that like, (laughs) you know, but it was like that to like, a little bit more of an extreme extent like it was wasn't really allowed as like a career path to follow. So I just like put it aside for a long time and told myself that it's like it wasn't. I was also afraid like a big part of it is being afraid of doing it. Like why I didn't do it sooner was like, what if, what if you fail at the one dream that you've always had? Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. Like that's the most terrifying thing to me. Very. It's like, okay, so this is like, I'm lucky. Not everybody, not everybody knows what they want to do. Right. Not everybody has that thing inside of them that tells me that the one thing that they need to do in life is, is this and that, this or that. Right. And for me, it's always been music. So I consider myself lucky that I've always known in my heart that that's what I needed to do. But For a long time, there were other priorities that were um, favored above music making by my environment and the people that were around me and the people that that were my friends and, you know, this and that. My environment, basically. So, yeah, that's why it
0: took so long. And now I'm here. Sounds very, very complicated. It is. (laughs) (laughs) And um, is it still tough? Yeah, of course it is.
1: It's It's tough to have to have made certain choices that people that are close to you uh, or that have been close to you your whole life won't necessarily ever agree with or like side with you on your decision, which makes it hard because then the people that are the closest and the people that were supposed to have been the ones that encourage you to follow your dream and want you to like will be stoked for you when you're making steps in your yeah, in your like towards your dream, towards your goal. It's hard to not have that all the time. Um and yeah, I think it's yeah, it's hard, dude. It's hard. But it's not just hard because of that. Like yeah
0: Well you said you lost a friend. Yeah. Right? Yeah, I told you that. But yeah, I've lost a lot of friends, dude. I've lost And that was because you chose music. Yeah. Yeah, it, I to most the, people, this is gonna sound ridiculous. Yeah, and you but, and,
1: and you won't necessarily understand what I mean here because I'm being purposefully vague. But
0: we spoke behind the scenes. Yeah, we decided to talk about it, but in a in a respectful, exactly. So vague that no manner. one, no one gets offended, and no one gets it takes things the wrong way. Exactly. Yeah. So I yeah. appreciate you being vulnerable and open with me about okay, it, man. And but it's uh, like
1: it's. A lot of people will deal with that too, right? Like, uh, like I had a good friend who grew up in a, in, in a strict another strict family, right? Um, and they weren't happy. Like, they weren't happy when they found out that music was his was his dream or his goal or whatever. But you know, it's it's kind of the same feeling. It's a different, very different situation in my case, but it's uh, yeah, it's it's like the common feeling of like not having the support that you need to like go into certain things right when everybody's telling you to not do something and you still want to do it and you still feel like you should do it you know it's like tough to make that decision because you're trying to keep everybody else happy that wants you to do certain things or follow a certain path and you're also trying to make yourself happy so you have to choose at some point there's like there's a choice to make where you have to put yourself first or you have to Continue to put everybody else before yourself. And when I chose music over uh, as like what I wanted to do in my life and as what, like, what is my dream? What is my goal? uh, Yeah, I lost a lot of people because of that. Because there's a lot of people in my life that really, really, really wanted me to follow other paths. Um, And yeah, lost a lot of people because of it. But I've gained a lot of people because of it too. I've gained even more. I've gained much more than I ever had
0: before. Do you think that going through all that, made you a better artist oh yeah no of
1: course i wouldn't be an artist if i hadn't gone through this stuff like i wouldn't have something to write about i can't just go and write about like partying and and fast whips and uh and just like all the shit that everybody talks about all the time like i can't do that it's not because i don't enjoy it i like I, like everybody else i love to party out to dope track you know or like something that has dope bass or good groove or whatever but like i can't do that the only thing i can do is write the stuff that I've been through and the stuff that I've seen and the stuff that I feel uh, it's my therapy Like I, I do it because it helps me feel better and it makes me feel better and it like allows me to let out everything that I've always kept in and always struggled with on my own right I can say things in my songs that I would never be able to say without it being in a song right because it like that's why I love hip hop so much because hip hop It's so open and it's so open to like, you can do anything in hip hop. You can literally do anything. It's the one genre where you can get away with pretty much talking about anything or doing anything. Yep. So it gives me free reign to let out all the stuff I have in a creative way and in a way that can help me, that helps me and can hopefully help other people too, you know? Yeah. That was a long tangent for that one question, but.
0: It's all good. Yeah. Glad you're being honest
1: and open. Thanks, man. Appreciate
0: it. Well, I appreciate you answering that question the way you did, and I'm sure the listeners will appreciate it too. And I'm sure they'll have some questions for you. <laughs> so I wouldn't be surprised if they want to know exactly what you're talking about and hit you up on Instagram. But besides that, let's get into some more tough talk since mm-hmm. you've already did some tough talk. Let but go. let's get into the mental health and uh what do you want to know from what We've discussed behind the scenes, you've been diagnosed by a doctor Mm -hmm. with a certain mental health issue. Yep. What exactly was that?
1: PTSD was at 19.
0: And what caused that?
1: uh my lot of stuff that happened in my childhood uh with the situation that i vaguely spoke on previously but also at like i was heavily bullied in like the seventh eighth and ninth grade i had to change schools in the seventh grade because it was getting like really bad
0: um really it was that bad that you oh yeah it was terrible dude
1: the bullying was horrendous They they were like I can't see what they would bully you about. Uh, Yeah, well I was like I was like not the person I am today (laughs) at all. Fair
0: enough, it's grade Um, seven, eight, nine. Yeah,
1: but I think I think that like kids and bullies like they're they're very quick to pick up on somebody that's like a victim in life or that's like been victimized in certain ways. Um, and I think that they like know immediately who's the like right target that they're gonna get the most out of type of thing. Yeah, but yeah, it was bad, dude. They like yeah, they'd follow me after school. They'd beat the shit out of me. They'd, like, pin me down. I'm allergic. Like, I'm definitely allergic to peanuts, right? And nuts. So, obviously, I can't eat nuts. I can't eat nuts. Um... Like, these guys would, like, five guys in high school in seventh grade would pin me down in the corner and try to force me, feed me a peanut butter sandwich. That's fucked like, up. Like, that's what I'm talking about. That's some fucked up shit. But nothing hurt more than the time that they stole my quote-unquote poem book at the time and burned it and left it in front of my locker. That was the worst, dude. I didn't write for, like, So
0: that was, like, your years. music book and they just yeah, destroyed that,
1: it? it wasn't my music book at the time. It was, like, my lyric, poet, poem book, whatever the, right. how you want to call it. But, yeah. like, yeah, dude. It's like I didn't write for like I had a like mental block after that. I wasn't able to write for like maybe ten well, years or something like
0: yeah, that. Yeah, because you're so focused on what they did that you're just Yeah. I didn't even
1: want to write lyrics anymore. I'm like, well shit, this is what I get for like at that age I was like, this is what I deserve for like for like being creative and like no, that's not trying true, to do man. my shit, you that's know. That's not
0: true. And now I know you're now you know that it's not true. Yeah, I know it now. But when you're younger I understand. So you're diagnosed with PTSD from the bullying um, and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bunch and, of depression, obviously. And how and how do you deal with your depression? How have you been dealing with it? Are you still struggling with it? Oh yeah. So I'm always gonna struggle with
1: it. It come like it comes in waves, right? So It'll, you're like,
0: you might you might even be bipolar if it's a moose. No,
1: I'm not bipolar. I'm like I'm fairly you like I'm fairly like level headed, mm-hmm. um, but like my anxiety, like I have obviously a diagnosed anxiety issue and like recurring depression and PTSD. So like a bunch of shit, right?
0: I mean, you have similar things. Yeah. I don't have PTSD. Not that yeah. I don't know them. I might, but yeah. I don't think so. I don't, I don't even know the trauma that. My doctor says I have yeah repressed, and that's why I need to go speak to a therapist and yep. psychologist. And yep, all these other types of doctors. Yeah, everything. But yeah, back to you. So when you're depressed, yeah, what do you look to to help you though? Like what? Like I, I.
1: It's usually music. Usually music and like. Uh, I'm not surprised by that answer. No, dude. It's like that's. That's how I cope. And every time the problem is I forget about it. I get lazy or I get anxious or I get depressed or I like whatever happens right in my brain. And I like, uh, fuck, I don't even know how to say it. Yeah, I like I deal with it with music. That's it's all I do. It's like music is what always brings me back to like semi sanity. Um, And I forget about it though. I like get lazy and depressed and anxious and all that. And I forget what music does for me every time I stick with it and I keep working at it and I keep like just living in that, that creative space. Right. And then I'll like go, I'll get like, I'll like write a shit ton and I'll I'll make a bunch of tracks and then I'll burn myself out and then I'll get anxious and depressed and then I'll forget about it. Like I'll forget about the feeling that music gives me when I'm recording and when I'm writing and like, it's like bliss, man. It's like that moment of creation, that moment where you come up with something that you never thought you'd be able to come up with. You know what I mean? I feel like that's, there's no drug that compares to that for me. Like, that's my drug, is that, that feeling of, like, finally getting something out that's been inside of you for so long and getting it out in, like, an artistic, a beautiful, a painful whatever way, you know? Yeah. I think it's just – yeah, that's that's what it is, man. It's that's Music is how I deal with it.
0: And how long have you been struggling with these things? Oh, you said PTSD at 19,
1: right? PTSD was 19, but, like, as early as I remember, I think there's been, like, some depression or some form of, like – yeah uneasiness i guess as long as i can remember okay okay i'm very critical so like that's the thing i'm very critical of myself and like like you said we're our our own worst enemies exactly and we're very good at it
0: our own worst enemies and our enemy of our enemy is my friend
1: yeah even hell can get comfy once you've settled in right
0: exactly but the thing about depression like with me is like if i don't get up and do something while I'm depressed then I end up in a slump for sure like for me the the thing that helps me is
1: like like you said it's getting out and doing stuff I need to have stuff like it's hard for me to do making a schedule has always been something that's been like stressful for me to do I don't know why like doing stuff has never been stressful like at least back in the day now it's different but like yeah it's. I don't know dude it's like fuck I uh yeah thinking about a bunch of shit right now
0: today we're together yeah we met up early yeah but how how are you feeling like today uh
1: today's not too bad a lot of anxiety today compared to like the past few days
0: and why do you think that
1: you Uh, think it's because you're on this no no I think it's just like it's my self-criticism like it's it's my anxiety stems from like me talking shit to myself you know I feel you and like can be a vicious circle because it's like you you, you get depressed you don't want to do anything and you feel like you can't doing anything you can't do anything so then you don't do anything but then you get more depressed because you're not doing anything so yeah. it's like this like circle it's of a vicious like, circle yeah it's a vicious circle so the way i break it is yeah like having stuff that i can do and having stuff set up even though it stresses me to like plan stuff out in detail, right? Um, you have to plan stuff, and you have to set up stuff for you each day that's going to motivate you to get out of bed and do stuff. Right. And if there's days where you can't do it, can't beat yourself up on those days. Like if there's days where all you can do is just like stay in bed, not follow the schedule, yeah, or whatever, and just that's cool. You can have that day to yourself. But it's those days that, like you know, those are the days that you end up being most hard on yourself for. But it's the days you do end up being.
0: Sorry. You beat the shit out of yourself emotionally and yeah. you just, yeah. it's game over if you're not attempting to try and do something.
1: Honestly, dude, as long as I have, like, good beats and an ability to, like, write and record music... I think I'll always like get out of my shit. Like I'll always get myself out of whatever it is that I'm going through. Yeah. Like it always, it always feels like every time I go back to music, it just pulls me right back to life. Right. And it gives me life again. But then I don't stick with it, and I get lazy, and I get anxious, and I let my shit take over, and I let my excuses take over, and then we know what happens then, right?
0: Exactly. Well. I appreciate you being honest with this as well with me. So I'm sure people relate. I'm sure there's going to be people that relate, listeners that relate. I'm hoping anyway. I'm sure. This conversation about everything that's been tough on you helps someone realize that they could start music anytime it doesn't yeah. matter there's no age and there's i know no that stress. on
1: starting yeah so and i get that stress that if you're like you think you're like you've wasted too much time or you're too old to start to do something creative or like to continue pursuing it
0: and a lot of people think that way that it's too late to pursue yeah. it but it never It's like i've is. lost
1: so much time i gotta catch up for all this time nah right. there's no better time to do it than like right, right. now
0: right now is the best time. And if you don't do it right
1: now, you won't do it ever. No, because you're as soon as you give a choice to your brain, especially somebody that's like me, as soon as you, I I give myself the choice to like not do something, I'm not going to do it. Right. Right? So you have to like keep yourself accountable too, you know.
0: Right. And like most definitely. Yeah. All right. All right. Now we got some questions from some listeners on Instagram. So I'm going to start with my Fellow podcaster and friend Mike from Talk to the Mike, he asks, "What got him to decide to choose a music path?"
1: Just knowing that that's like, like I said, you, I just know. Like, there's when there's something you're meant to do or something that you need to do in life. I feel like you just like you know it, and you're lucky if you know it. And I'm lucky to know that there's nothing that's gonna make me happier in life or that ever has than music.
0: Okay, Spit an Image came through. And asked, how have you handled the trials and tribulations you've been through? Poorly. Very, very poorly. <laughs> and what what do you mean? Like, why poorly? How, why, do, why do you say poorly? I mean, no, it, it it wasn't
1: poorly dealt with. I guess, um, like, you just keep going. Like, one foot in front of the other, one minute at a time. If that's all you can do, that's all you do. Like there's going to be moments and I guess pretty much everybody's life where they're living like second to second or minute to minute, just trying to like, just do it. And you just keep doing that. And once you're done, you just keep doing that. And eventually things slowly start to get better. And like the shit that probably drove me crazy three, four years ago, I can laugh about them now, right? So like in the end, it's it's all gravy, man. It, it it builds you up, it makes you who you are.
0: All right, fair enough. All right, so let's do quick five. I'm gonna ask you five things and... Answer off the top? Exactly. Cool. You know the game? I know the drill. All right, so beer or hard liquor? Neither. Sativa or indica? Hybrid. Big ear pock? Uh, pock. Fat Joe or Big Pun? Fat Joe. Last but not least. Artists you'd want to collab with Dead or Alive. Dead or Alive? Yeah. Oof. Um, currently,
1: Alive, NF by far. Um, dead. Oh, fuck. That's any genre. One. Oh, any genre? Yeah. Ooh, that's tough. It's supposed to be Quick 5. You can't make me think this much.
0: I said right off the top. <sighs> I don't know. Got... came in your head right off the top. Dead life for me, I think i go with Chester Bennington.
1: Oh shit, that's, yeah. Actually, no, actually, The Rev from Avenged Sevenfold, 100%. Yeah, The Rev from Avenged Sevenfold. R.I.P sure. to all three uh, of them. Uh, yeah,
0: R.I.P to all of them. They all had some influence in the music I made. Yeah. Mostly Chester Bennington, because I listen to a lot of him and Mike Shinoda, Yeah. so, all right even
1: fort minor dude yeah even fort, fort minor Mi- even fort was, minor was pretty sick dope.
0: as shit dude yeah but they they were like one hit wonder yeah bro? of course unfortunately of course, of course all right so that's been episode five i'm your host hanley and today i've been on the line with none other than my homeboy closed caption i have a message today at the end of the episode speaking to all artists of all kinds so i'll let closed caption take us out so go ahead first off thanks for having me man I really appreciate it. I love what you're doing. I
1: think what you're doing is important. And I think that you're gonna do phenomenally at it. You're already doing phenomenal and it's just gonna keep getting better. So thank you for having me. Thank you. Um, and uh, yeah, so I think we're gonna you know, make this an occasion and uh, release headlines officially on YouTube today. Uh, yeah, it's your exclusive, buddy. It's the exclusive on the line with track right All now. All
0: right, we got our first exclusive drop and it was from closed caption. I'm excited and uh we'll drop that at the end of the podcast he's got a little bit of things to say to the industry as far as i take from the track yep. i haven't heard it myself yet either so i'll be hearing it with you guys so
2: So cold when it's 25 outside I've been told that I'm frozen in my own mind Bold move to soon, but now I'm inclined It's too soon to give away the punchline the Zoom zoom blind forward punch it down To the red line lost so much sleep I've been Missing on the deadlines a stage now Never going back to sideline the king's arrived Now this Say is the you headline you love pop, now tell me what you believe it Do you use that pen to give this some kind of meaning Can your tracks talk pain and flip it into some healing I doubt it since I live it Here's your words Speak it deceiving and you can stick around cheating All the minds that you're leading teasing the youth while you squeeze Until they no longer breathe. it's just our morals you slash until all them bleeding, you can lead the horse to water. Now it's time for the feed Jumping from Lambos to Rowries, from Perky's to Mollies your words to the youth. Like y'all call me I enter this game. My Dukes up like Rocky, the rhymes are sublime. It ain't about cocky. You're fronting your past, you're fronting your future, you're fronting your presence. Your presence is humor, your cancer for hip hop, removing the tumor. Shhh, this ain't nothing but rumor. Jumping from Lambos to Rowries, from Perky's to Molly's, your words to the youth. Like y'all call me I enter this game. My Dukes up like Rocky, the rhymes are sublime. It ain't about fronting your past. You're fronting your future, you're fronting your present, your presence is humor. you cancer for hip hop, removing the tumor. This ain't nothing but rumor I've slept long enough Now it's time for the takeover Why y'all keep stunting G-wagons and Range Rovers Glossed over the worst and faking a makeover Your social media posts are all label order. You say you don't forget where your roots came from Except 12 year old you will beat your ass like a drum Is this what you told yourself you'll become Or did you sell your soul when numbers rose in your income I don't get why you're so entitled to fame Counting bills, popping pills That's the name of the game, right? How you gonna deal when it's dark and no spotlight And everything around you phase it a dark yeah, you can, can stick around Cheating all the minds that you're leading Teasing the youth while you squeeze until they know Longer breathing, it's just our morals. You slash until all them bleeding, You can lead the horse to water. Now it's time for the feed. Jumping from Lambos to Rowries, from perkies to Mollys. your words to the youth. Like y'all call Mikazi's. I enter this game. My dukes up like Rocky, the rhymes are sublime. It ain't about cocky. You're frontin' your past, you're frontin' your future, you're frontin' your presence. Your presence is humor. Your cancer for hip-hop, removing the tumor. Shhh, this ain't nothing but rumor. Jumping it from Lambos to Rowries, from perkies to Mollys. your words to the youth. Like y'all call me I enter this game. My dukes up like Rocky, the rhymes are sublime. It Ain't about fronting your past and fronting your future You're fronting your present, your presence is humor you cancer for hip-hop, removing the tumor This ain't nothing but rumor
0: That was Headlines. Fantastic track, like all his others. Check his YouTube. But this message is to all artists of all kinds, from rappers to singers, novelists to painters, etc. We're planning a fundraiser to help on the line with, and we're looking for artists, again, of all kinds, to come through and do a showcase. So if you're interested, we need about four or five musicians for the set and we need people who have a piece of their artwork that they want showcased dm me through instagram or through facebook.com slash on the line with or by email at on the line with at gmail.com Message me and let me know if you're interested. And we're looking for maybe three or four more artists. Hopefully singers as well. Any type of genre of music. Just hit me up. And we also need some artists who paint, draw, sketch, anything to message me. And any piece of art you want showcased, I'll put up at the fundraiser if we're able to have the fundraiser go down we're not sure of a date i'll let you know as i do with everything and if you have any questions like i said hit me up on instagram that's instagram.com slash on the line with twitter.com slash on the line with facebook.com slash on the line with everything slash on the line with closed caption as well as he's going to be helping me put it together slowly but surely We're thinking probably summertime. So, again, shout out to all artists of all kinds, all genres, all types. Message me, the fundraisers, to help fund some more ways to make every episode better for you. So, thank you in advance again. So, thank you again to everybody for listening. This is episode five. And we'll see you in a couple of weeks with episode six. Thank you, it's your boy Hanley. I've been your host, and I'll see you in a couple of weeks.